welcome back to the Simplicity Diaries with me, Kim John Payne. So glad you could carve out 10-15 minutes to join us again today. We are uh, going to look today at, a, at a, a sort of a vexed problem that comes up for so many of us as parents, and that's when children refuse to come along to a planned family activity. It's, it's almost like a hostage-taking situation where they just simply will not come. They won't come along. They won't join in uh, and they refuse. And I want to give uh, a really practical and simple way to deal with kids refusing to come to the park, to come to the party, the, the extended family gathering or whatever it, it, whatever it is. Now, to start off with, though, I want to refer us back to one of the, there's a, a transition tool. There's a number of transition tools, actually, uh, in this, in the podcast uh, episodes, as you look back. One of the ones I particularly want to refer to is, uh, is called Your World, My World, Our World. Have a look at that. Have a listen to that. Because in that podcast, what I talk about, uh, and this is in a briefest nutshell, but if you're trying to transition a child, the first thing to do is connect with them, all right? Connect before you direct. So connect with them and just sit beside them for, you know, 15, 20, 30 seconds and just ask them what they're, what, what they're up to, what they're doing and be interested and look and have them explain to you what it is they're doing. And then 30 seconds, minute, but the most later, just say, well, you know what? I'm going to go over and get our coats and backpacks organized because remember we're going down the park today um, and I'll get that ready. So um, why don't you just, you know, uh, um, finish on up here and I'll go and get some stuff ready. There's no hurry. And then two, three, maybe five minutes later, uh, you come, come on back and say, okay, things are ready now. Um, we're, we're headed off. Now, at this point, you can get the, mm, no, I don't want to, mm. <laughs> or the, no, I don't want to go, you know, with an older kid. No, I'm not going that. And it's like, oh my goodness, you know, your partner's got their coat on, they're waiting in the car, your oldest, uh, old, you know, the child's older sibling is is also walking out the door or and everyone is sort of hoping that this won't happen yet again. All right. And their frustration starts spreading all around. The thing to do here is to um, have a, a, a way of working with this. OK, you've given a little bit of a transition head up, heads up, but there's still a refusal. And is to say to a, a child, a tween, a teen, you know, in our family, you, you, you know, sweetheart, we've got, we just, we do stuff together and I need you to be with us. You need to come along, statement number one, but statement number two, the main one, is be with us. You know, you know, that's what we do. Be with us. You don't have to do it. You don't have to join in. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I know you don't want to do it. You don't want to um, uh, go to the party. Um, it's lame. Okay, I, I get it. I get it. But you do have to be with us. But you don't have to join in. That's fine. 
really. We can pick some, we can pack some things up. I've even got some things ready in a backpack and you can just take your drawing along or <clears throat> we can play battleships together. We can, if it's a little one, you might say well, we can take our Tegu blocks along or <clears throat> some beeswax modeling or even a book that we can read together. We can do all that. You don't have to join in, but you do have to be with us. Now, this will become easier and easier <clears throat> as you do it more and more, because a child learns to trust the process of this, that they don't have to join in. Let me explain a little bit more about the about this 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 process, just so that you can have this in the back of your mind. After this insistence, no, you are coming along and we are going to do this together as a family. Other people want to do it. I'm sorry you don't want to, but you don't have to do it. Sweetheart, you don't have to join in. It's okay. Now, explaining this a little bit more, I wanted to explain it through three concentric circles. When you arrive at wherever it is the child didn't want to go, allow them to be peripheral. Allow them to kind of exist metaphorically on the edge of town. They don't have to join in. They don't have to talk to you. They don't have to do anything. They can just sit like grumpy little gnomes if they want to. No worries. They can be peripheral on the edge of town. No problem. And let them be. After a little while, then bring them into the neighborhood. So you move them from being peripheral to being proximal. So the proximal thing is being in the neighborhood. It's a lovely metaphor. It applies to many things, but it does apply to this as well. So now in the neighborhood, you might get a book out and say, let's just have the next part of the chapter. And you might read in a quiet place. Uh, there's a big family party going on. And maybe you just, you know, in the warmer months, go out and sit on the porch and just do some reading together. Or with a younger one, you might get their blocks out and they can build some stuff. Or with a teenager, you can play you know, paper game like noughts and crosses or battleships. But now you're moving into play. You're moving into actual relationship. And you see what you're doing. You're moving into relationship um, and you're moving from solitary to paralleling. Now, it, it is the, the 12, 13-year-old, the, the 3, 4-year-old, doesn't matter... Are, are they actually joining in? No, they're not joining in with a bigger group, but they are getting outside themselves a little bit and they're playing battleships with you on a piece of paper. If you don't know battleships, look it up. You'll see it. There's probably a YouTube for it. There's YouTube for everything. Um, or they're doing something that they like to do and they're doing it with you. So now they're engaging and you're basically replicating an earlier play stage for, let's say, a sullen nine-year-old. Um, Nine-year-olds do a good job at sullenness quite often and refusal. Um, and you're moving them for when they were very little. They, first of all, played in solitary play when they were quite tiny. And then when they were a little bit older, they started parallel playing and they would be beside another child, not playing with them, but moving the truck backwards and forwards because their friend was moving the truck backwards and forwards and they wouldn't be interacting, but they're paralleling. It's a very early um, stage where kids find a way into play. Well, all you're doing is replicating that. 
it's it, it's it works perfectly well for older kids so you parallel but you're also building an attachment bridge and i mentioned this in a re recent podcast this whole idea of attachment bridging is that you're now drawing a child out of themselves and and into the wider environment you're 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 moving them into the neighborhood of the of play because you're playing with them the next stage is to um, look around and just start noticing what the other kids are doing let's say it's at the park and they're doing a pickup game of basketball if they're older kids or if the little ones there they're swinging on the swings and just notice um, and just make some comments and, and and essentially have the child follow your eyes so you so you're now leading them from the periphery of play um, at the edge of it all you're leading them into the neighborhood of it and now you're noticing what's going on right in in the play itself you know in the house so to speak you're noticing and you can point out some things and you can say gosh that 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 kid is really good at layups, isn't he? Look at that. Look at that. Oh my goodness, that was a that was a good steal. Oh, my, that's noticing a basketball game. Well, you know what? There's some kids over there that aren't that are just sitting um, or or are just practicing their dribbling. Huh? They're not joining in. They're just practicing. Well, they're shooting hoops on. There's a couple of kids shooting hoops on their own. They're not in the game. Um, and then. So what you're doing is you're noticing things that are going on and a child almost involuntarily will follow your eyes. You're not asking them to get off the seat at all. You're not at all. If you're at a family party, you just might be noticing that some corn has been put on the grill. Oh my goodness, that corn smells nice, doesn't it? Is that, oh, that's Uncle Charlie doing, I know, he always burns stuff. Yeah, he looks funny in the apron, doesn't he? Yeah, I think it's too small for him. And you're just noticing what's going on. And be happy with that. Now, if a child gets up and, and, and takes a few steps out and wants to look at something, let them go, of course. And you're thinking, yes, great. But if they don't want to, that's fine too. Just stay, stay where we are. And what happens in, in, in myriad, like many, many situations in all its different kind of uh, um, iterations, is that kids will join in and and they're happy joining in they didn't want to go didn't want to go but we know that when they do go they often have a lovely time which is what makes this whole thing frustrating right they're refusing but when they get there they're fine so this is a way of not only getting them there but it's a way of building little little bridges to them actually joining in so coming full circle now, back just as we close, the whole point is, as you do this more and more about the be with me, it's be with us, love. It's, it's non-negotiable. You can say it to an older child for a little one. Nope. Mm -mm -mm. It's I understand, love, but you need to be with us. You don't have to join in, but you do have to come along. You know? As you do that more and more and a child uh, experiences that they actually you're being true to your word they don't have to join in they'll trust you more and more and more and the resistance you get to no I don't want to go mm, no <laughs> that stuff 
will become easier and more flexible, more malleable, because they really do know they don't have to join in. Will they join in? <laughs> very, very likely. And then they won't want to leave, right? And that's a, that's a story for another time. <laughs> okay, I sure hope that was helpful. Bye-bye for now.